Welcome to the Rise and Shine podcast series with Diane McKendrick, where we discuss filling your cup, embracing financial abundance, and designing the life of your dreams. Hello, hello, and welcome. Diane McKendrick here with episode number 67 of the Rise and Shine podcast series. Are you a rule follower and a people pleaser? Now, this is the fastest way to misery, my friends, is to follow all of the rules and you will find yourself people pleasing at the detriment of your own health and your own well-being. So I want you to tune in now for the next 20 or 30 minutes to find out how to safely break all those rules and start to create your own set of rules so you can set solid boundaries, create massive abundance and flow and live a life of freedom. Too many of us, so many of us without realizing are following all of the rules, but the rules are not our rules. The rules are the things that we've been taught as little kids to keep us boxed in and to keep us safe and to keep us small. So my life started to change when I started to break some of those rules. And I tell you what, it was so hard because I was so deeply conditioned to think that I was bad or wrong or naughty or terrible if I broke the rules. So we're going to talk about that today and hopefully start to open up the realm of what else is possible for you. So a little bit of a disclaimer here, it is the first day of school holidays, it's Monday. So quite possibly through the course of this podcast, children may bust through the doors, (laughs) timers may go off because I've got them um, on their devices while I record the podcast. It was really beautiful this morning actually because We've stopped having device time in the morning. I used to allow 30 minutes while I was, you know, doing the breakfast and getting ready and finishing off my workout and all the thing each morning before they would go to school. But I don't know about you guys, but I just recognized their behavior was changing and it was different and it was hard to get them off the device. And then the whole morning would revolve around getting onto the device and it just started to take over our lives and it didn't feel good. It didn't feel good in my tummy, but in, in speaking in honesty and transparency, I didn't know how to get out of the habit, habit. I didn't know how to get out of that rut. So Gus and I put our heads together and we stopped the iPad or the devices in the morning and their, honestly, their behavior changed so much. So I've, that's a rule. We're talking about rules, a rule that I've created um, for myself. And then I had to break it because this morning, um, Gus is away at work, first day of school holidays, I've got the podcast, I've got a few things booked in and a very big day um, at work and I didn't want to be on the computer while the kids are home. So you get to make your own rules, you get to adjust them and I want to I want to start you practicing breaking your own rules. So on days like today, you're not, you're not consumed with guilt and feeling bad and then saying, oh, I can't do the podcast or I can't do X, Y, and Z, whatever matters to you, because you're consumed in guilt and you're on this roundabout of like, oh, it's not good enough. And quite often this is very discreet, guys. You won't even realize it's happening. You'll just know that you, you'll know or you won't know if you're aware and you've worked with me for a little while, you'll know that you feel agitated and you'll know that you're not like right on point. You're probably not sleeping really well. It's taking a little longer to fall asleep. You might be starting to eat a little bit of different food. You'll be like right on track with your food and nutrition and your morning routine. Then all of a sudden it just sort of falls off a little bit and you start eating that extra piece of chocolate that you wouldn't usually eat. And this is what's happened to me recently. It's not huge amounts because I've raised the standard of my life, but I noticed it the other night, you know, having a glass of wine, 
more than I usually would. So breaking my rules, my own rules, uh, and then realizing that it's time for me not to just break my own rules. Like that's an important part of life. You've got to break the rules because that's where the growth happens. But because it's been so deeply ingrained into us never to break the rules that we'll be outcast and punished. And we're a terrible person if we do that. Like I want you to, I want you to um, do a little bit of an experiment for me. I want you to pick a rule <laughs> that has been deeply ingrained into you. And for me, it was the seatbelt. Like as soon as you get into the car, you put your seatbelt on. Now that rule is there for a reason. Oh, there we go. This was the disclaimer. Children might come in, timers might go off and the timer is going off now. I don't know if you can hear it in the background, <laughs> but hold on a sec. Let me pause and get one of the kids to turn it off. They'll be happy because they get extra time on the device. Pause for a sec here. Okay, there you go. It doesn't have to be perfect. You've got to break your own rules. I'm just breaking mine. And um, I was giving you an example of uh, breaking my own rules. So as soon as you get into the car, you put your seatbelt on. Now, I can't tell you to do this because I can get in trouble for it, but you've got to pick something that you've done your whole life that you've never questioned. I never questioned putting a seatbelt on because it was about my safety. And so the first time I was sort of, you know, toying with this idea of breaking the rules and seeing how that might feel, I didn't put my seatbelt on as soon as I got in the car. I drove out of the driveway and I noticed the whole time that I didn't have my seatbelt on, just this really, I only drove to the end of the street, like, you know, something could happen or something could not happen, but it was just such an awakening for me to realize how conditioned I've been. And like, I understand what, like I said, there's a reason for the seatbelt thing, stopping at stop signs, stopping at red lights to keep um, the order, keep order within the masses. Because if no one ever wore seatbelts, if everybody went over the speed limit, if everybody went through red lights and stop signs and the world would be in chaos. So they, they do those sort of things to keep order. And that's a little example I'm using because it's probably one of the ones that had the biggest and profoundest effect on me because it's against the law. Like you're not allowed to drive out and the law is there to keep us safe, right? So I just drove out of the driveway, I drove to the end of the street, which is only a couple of hundred metres. And then I had to put my seatbelt on there. I, I couldn't drive any further because I just had this oh, deeply ingrained, terrible feeling that if I didn't put my seatbelt on, something awful was going to happen to me. And then as I dissected that thought process, I was like, well, if I am this conditioned to wear a seatbelt and I understand why, what other things am I conditioned to be doing and thinking and living my life by this deeply um, that perhaps isn't for in my best interest? Wearing a seatbelt is in your best interest. Stopping at stop signs is it your best interest. Stopping at red lights is in our best interest. But I want you to think of something that you are currently doing that you have been told your whole life that you need to do that's not necessarily in alignment with you and your life and your values. So the rules are there for a reason, but my life changed the day that I started to disobey. The day that I started, because there's this deep-seated thing of punishment and outcast if you break the rules. Now, I'm not going, saying go out there and break some hardcore um, order rules out there, like breaking the law and stuff like that. I'm just talking about around home, um, in your own vortex, in your own mind, in your own home, in your own space. What are some rules that you've subconsciously picked up from other people that are holding you really stuck? Like there is so many, and I want to hear your examples. What are some rules that you are living by 
that are holding you stuck and you don't even really know that they're a rule. I want you to go under the surface. I want you to get deeper and think about, you know, what could be some of these rules that you could start to bend and play with and do a little experience or an experiment like I did and just break the rule for a day. Oh, here's a really good one. I want you to all try this and just recognize and notice how much it sets you off. I was taught you clean your teeth morning before you walk out the door, you eat your breakfast and you clean your teeth in the morning. And then at night, the last thing that you do before you go to bed is clean your teeth. Every now and again, guys, just to throw a spanner in the works. Now, don't tell everybody this. It's not like I'm broadcasting it over a podcast. I'll go to bed on purpose and I won't clean my teeth. Oh my gosh, shock horror. I can't believe I just told everybody that. What are people going to think of me? They're going to think I'm a feral and that I'm dirty and that I'm messy and that I'm um, all those things. Whatever you're thinking right now, when you know that I intentionally go to bed at night, every now and again, maybe once every three to six months, and I don't clean my teeth just to see how it feels. Am I going to wake up in the morning and have my teeth falling out of my head because I chose one night not to clean my teeth? No, of course not. Am I going to wake up with smelly breath in the morning? Yeah, maybe, but I just dare you. Truth, dare, double dare, torture, kiss or promise. Who remembers playing that? I dare you to go ahead and do something like that, something that you've been told and you have done religiously every single day of your whole entire life. The other one's the shower. You will have a routine and a ritual around your shower. So most people, myself included, will shower once or twice a day. You'll be a morning shower person or a night shower person. Some people I know are three times a day, but I want to know, send me a PM. Are you a morning shower or a night shower or a both showerer? <laughs> and then I'm going to ask you once again to break that rule. Maybe one night every six months, go to bed and don't have a shower. Can you possibly even imagine how crazy your brain would go? Or if you have a shower every morning before you go to work, just don't have a shower one day and just see the field, the, the, the game, the the play that your brain will have with you. Another really good one is, and I do this in my morning musings, if you're a bed maker and you make your bed every single morning, because we've been taught, haven't we, people, successful people make their bed every day. The way that you start your day is the way you carry through your day. I work with a lot of high achievers, like total overachievers, and the hardest thing for them to do, guys, because they all make their bed. Of course, they've all read the same book. They've all listened to the same motivational speeches that say make your bed in the morning because it's the first thing that you need to do to get your day in order. And these high achievers, myself included, every now and again, I won't make my bed. And your brain will have a field day with you. It will go nuts. You won't be able to concentrate all day. So it's about breaking your own rules, whether you're a total overachiever in life, in business, in your physique, body, relationships, like a lot of my clients and a lot of my friends are total overachievers, I'm noticing. Um, it might be something like breaking the rule of making your bed in the morning. And I want you to observe and witness your brain and the narrative and the stories that it goes into when you break that rule of making your bed in the morning. Now, likewise, there's going to be some of you that don't, and you might be overachievers as well or not but you might not break, make your bed in the morning. So whatever the rule you, if subconscious rule you have set for yourself, I want you to break it. Another thing is um, also part of the morning musings is we get you to wake up one morning and whatever you would do in the kitchen. So often 
Um, most people will put their dishes away and some people or most people don't put their dishes away, but you've got to do the opposite to what you would usually do. So if you're a dish putter away or and you clean up the sink and you wipe everything down before you leave the house, then my challenge for you is to break that rule and leave shit all over the bench for the day. Like once again, you mess with your brain, but this, as always working with me, we start with the little things. So when we get to the big things, when we get to the big amounts of money, like the 30K, 40K, 50K a month, um, and sometimes even a couple of days for people, that you're prepared and you're ready and it's not this massive leap into the unknown. It's incremental little steps. It starts by not making your bed or making your bed, breaking a few little rules within your home space, within your own vortex. So then when you get out there and you have to go, oh, hold on a second, I'm doing life and business and providing for my family and working with lots of people, what rules are actually my rules that I have chosen with my values and the integrity in my life? And what rules am I just following from society because I've been told that my whole life? Because I can guarantee you, if you want more out of life, if you want freedom in your life, you don't get that by living somebody else's rules. Yes, you need rules and rituals as a human in order to create a safe container for you to flourish and be nourished in. But at the same time, these rules that they're, that they're creating for us and the way that we've been conditioned is also like completely stunting our growth. So it's with great awareness and impeccability that I want you to scan through your life. And I want you to share this because if you put it over there on the Facebook page, the best Facebook page would be those two sisters, time to shine. And it's those with the number two sisters, time number two shine. Go over there and share with us what is the rule that you are going to break? What is the rule that you are going to break? Because then other people can read that and you will inspire other people. If you are a podcast listener and as you're driving because you want to improve your life and you're a total overachiever and you want to be happy again and all the things I know I've been through it all. I work with clients all the time going through this and you're constantly listening to music or a podcast or an audio book because you need to keep, you know, um, growing your mind, expanding your mind. I'll give you a tip here. Break that rule. Drive with nothing but your own thoughts. No kids in the car, just you. Nothing but your own thoughts. It is such a powerful process. When you go for a walk in the morning, a lot of people's rule is, once again, listening to a podcast, listening to music, listening to something. How about we break that rule, switch it off and switch you on. Listen to the voices in your head. Name the voices in your head. Create relationships with the voices in the head. So you start to direct them as opposed to those voices because we've all got about 56. You're not on your own. You're not crazy. We all have a million voices in our head. Those who master their life will master those voices and direct those voices. Those that are reacting to life and really struggling with life are because they're confused and they're scattered of mind because they're listening to 56, 57, 58. Some of us might have 100 different voices in your head. And it's confusing and you're scattered and you can't make any momentum forward because you're just always back and forward in, these, in this verbal dialogue in your own head. So a lot of people will numb it. They'll listen to music. They'll listen to podcasts. They get addicted to social media. They get addicted to personal growth. You get addicted to the audiobooks, addicted to the podcast. That's an outside influence. And I agree that it can help you um, develop and grow and expand your awareness. 
but ain't nothing going to develop and grow and expand your awareness as, as much as time with yourself, by yourself, quietly with the voices in your head will. Please know that, guys, in this world that is completely addicted and focused and revolving around personal development right now, I love it. I love that. I think it's a great thing to be focused on and listening to, but also it's taking us away from our own wisdom, from our own self and we're listening to the voices of others and obviously I believe that the the messages that you get from the personal development is your higher self speaking anyway but let me tell you you're going to hear your higher self clearer when you switch everything off so let's have a look at that rule what rule do you have around it and some of you may not even have a rule around exercise so you want to look at do you exercise do you not exercise huge another massive one if you're an exerciser and you exercise every day you created an identity around it your ego loves it, your soul loves it, how about you just don't exercise for a day or two or three or maybe even four? What about a week? What would it feel like if you didn't exercise for a week? If you're an avid exerciser and you've been taught that to be fit, healthy and all the thing that you want in your life, you need to exercise and you need to push. What if you just didn't exercise for a week? How would you feel about that? Would you still love your body? Would you find other ways to nourish it and love it or would you fall in a heap? A lot of you fall in a heap. If you don't exercise, I know because I've done this, if you don't exercise for a week, you feel no self-worth, you feel unworthy, you feel sluggish and you're really hard on yourself and you give yourself a really hard time. So maybe break that rule. Now that's going to be a challenge. On the flip side of that, you may not be an exerciser and you're listening to me thinking, who is this freaking crazy woman? I don't want to exercise. I struggle to exercise. I freaking hate it. I don't like sweating. This is what I've heard some of you say. It hurts. I don't like sweating. I don't like it. Um, then my invitation to you is to break that rule. What if you just got out and went for a walk in the morning with no noise? Just listen to the birds and the voices in your head. I'm telling you, your life would transform. You don't need to go and spend 10 and 20 grand on all these courses out there at the moment. You can. You can come, come work with me. Our high-end course is 15 with GST, nearly 16 and a half grand for the year to work with for the year. You get to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. You get to come to all our retreats. It is mind-blowing and transformative, but it all starts with you. And it all starts with listening to the voices in your head creating a relationship with them, starting to direct them, looking at the rules you've created consciously and subconsciously for your life, disobeying some of those and realizing that Satan isn't going to, but you know, strike you down, that you can maybe not wear your seatbelt out of the front gate and put it on halfway down the road, or you can go to bed one night and not clean your teeth and your teeth aren't going to fall out of your head. Or you can, you know, not have a shower one night or one morning and the world is not going to end. And this is, this is prepping you and getting you ready. So then this leads into the next part of the podcast where we speak about um, boundaries, setting boundaries and creating massive abundance and flow and living a life of freedom. If you're living somebody else's rules, I can guarantee you right now, you won't feel very free. You will feel conflicted most of the time. You'll be in a paradox most of the time. You will be in guilt, resentment, not good enough. I don't know how, I can't do it. And you'll look at people like me and perhaps some of the women I work with and some of the other coaches out there, and you might start to get a little bit angry with this and go, what would she know? She doesn't know what it feels like to be overweight. She doesn't know what it feels like to be in, you know, grief. A lot of you are going through grief and trauma and some really hard shit in your time. So this is why we've got to talk about this. 
because although I don't plaster it all out there on social media, there has been times I've been grief, trauma, all a thing, and it's part of life. And I want to free you from the identity. I want to free you from this grasp. Oh, there goes the timer again. I want to free you from the grasp of these things that we create an identity around and it really traps us. And that's not minimizing what anybody is going through at the moment. It's just to let you know that there is another way. No, no matter how deep down in the hole that you are, guys, right now, there is a way out. And just little baby steps. Look at the rules, the few ones that I've given you examples of, because the next thing that we want to talk about is boundaries. How can you set clear boundaries? You're not going to have freedom in your life unless you can set a boundary and adhere to it. And if you are in paradox, if you're in conflict, if you're living somebody else's rules, it's really hard to set a solid boundary because what you're thinking at the top part of your head and what you fully believe deep down in your heart are two different things. So you're going to try and set a boundary, whether it's with a partner or with children or even with yourself, and you're not going to adhere to it. And then that adds to the mountain of guilt, that adds to the mountain of resentment. We start to fight with ourselves or with others. We feel disappointed in ourselves. We have the resentment. We have the guilt. And it's this vicious cycle of never enough and always feeling like you're wrong, bad, naughty, and that you can never like make anything come to fruition. So setting boundaries is so important. But the reason a lot of us can't do it, myself included many times, is because there's conflicting rules around what we're setting boundaries about. I gave you that little example earlier about the kids being on devices. And that's a mixed message a lot of the time for me because we didn't grow up with devices. And I have all these rules in my head from society. And then I have all these rules in my heart, which I feel um, more solid that I want to stand by. But I feel bad sometimes, whichever one I do. Like a lot of the time, and I can speak from experience is, Regardless of what choice you make, you feel bad. So here's an example. I'm going for a massage today and I thought I'd bring the kids with me because it's easier for me in terms of the things we've got on for the rest of the day. And I don't want them to be on devices. Of course, I want to take devices. So I was like, no, we're not taking devices. Oh, but you can watch TV while we're there because I'm getting a massage. And then I'm feeling bad about that. And then one of the kids, Ross, wants, oh, can we just get dropped off at GMAS? And there's part of me that's like, yeah, I'll, I'll just drop you off. But then the other part of me is like, no, I sit and watch you ride around that BMX track for an hour yesterday. You can sit and hang out while I get a massage for an hour. And then I'm like, oh, is that being a bad mum? And there's this conflict back and forward, back and forward, back and forward, because I'm not clear on my own rules. So I'm going to sit down and get really clear about my own rules and tune into my body and what's this option and how does that feel and what's this option and how does that feel and then make a decision. And when you go through that process, and it literally is, guys, as easy as that, sitting down and going, here's all my options. How does that feel in my body? I'll go, how does that feel in my body? Oh, that feels a bit tight in my chest. Or how does this option feel in my body? Oh, that feels yucky in my tummy. Well, what if I did this? Oh, yeah, I, that feels good. Oh, oh, yeah, that feels good. And then the boundary is easy to set. This is what we're doing. This is how it's going to work. And the kids can have their reflection to it. Yes, no, maybe. Yell, scream, temper, tantrum. You know, that's what kids do. Um, there's a whole podcast on that coming up as well. <laughs> and then I can just go, okay, cool. Regardless of your reaction to it, I am the parent. And this is what I've decided. And I can feel okay about that. Because little kids will grab onto, they don't even realize they're doing it, that guilt and that resentment. 
and they will have a field day with that. They will calculate, manipulate and mould and get things their own way. And they're very clever little cookies. Um, so, yeah, we need to make sure that you're clear on your own rules. You're not living somebody else's because when you are living someone else's, you become a people pleaser and you'll do the things for everybody else, similar to the experience I talked about with the kids. That happens in relationships and you're doing shit for people all the time and you're exhausted and you're left feeling completely empty and you've got no fuel in the tank and you're not looking after yourself. You're doing everything for everyone, running yourself ragged, you're micromanaging your life and you're tired. It's tiring, it's exhausting, and you can't get out of the, this rat race. So once again, you've got to look at the rules that you're setting for yourself. What time are you going to bed? What time are you getting up? All the simple things in your own home, in your own environment. How are you keeping your space? Rules around that. Break some rules. Maybe your parents used to watch TV every night. This is one of the biggest rules when my life changed. I had to change. Seven o'clock every night, my whole day would revolve around it. This seems like a lifetime ago now. Because I didn't have many vices um, once I cleaned up my act. <laughs> I had plenty prior to that. But once I cleaned up my act with drinking alcohol and going out partying and doing the thing, I didn't have many vices. I was eating really well. I was exercising. I removed gluten and dairy because it made me feel good. But I was like, my one thing, actually I had two coffees. I'd have two coffees a day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, which I convinced myself back then wasn't too bad. And then the other thing was 7 p.m. every night. Those of you who have known me for a while will remember this. My whole day revolved around it, even when I had little kids. 7 till 7.30, home and away. And I used to film my brain with that rot for years. I think I started watching it when I was about 15, 16, because my parents didn't really let us watch too much TV. 15, 16, and I reckon every freaking single day since I was 15 till probably 30, just after I, no, it was when I had Ross, so 33-ish which seems pretty recent because I'm only 41 now. I used to literally design my whole day to watch Home and Away, 30 minutes. And I'd be stressed trying to get the kids to bed and then I'd be angry at them when they would cry and they were little babies because this is my 30 minutes and I can't even watch a movie show. Like that was a rule I created for myself um, that I could watch 30 minutes of TV and my life didn't change until one day I was like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? Seriously. Because I didn't realize I was doing it. It was a subconscious thing back then, but I would be agitated. I'd be angry. I'd be frustrated. My little babies would be crying and I'd be, I'd be so angry at them because this is just, can't you understand 30 minutes for me? And so that was a rule that I'd created for myself, which was actually holding me trapped. And it wasn't until I realized it one day, it was one of the hardest habits to break. Because not only was it 30 minutes for me and watching Home and Away and losing myself in that rubbish, but it was sort of the start to my evening. After Home and Away, the day changed. And some of you might have this with either a drink in the afternoon. I sometimes find myself do it with wine and nibbles in the afternoon. Um, it's a sort of transition time, something to look forward to. And then you get it and you watch it or you eat it or you do the drink it, or you do the thing. And then it's a transition into the next part of the evening or the night. Then you can have your dinner or then you can have your bath or then you can do the next thing. So I want you to look at those things that you do that perhaps, and you'll know when you get a little bit of quiet time and stop listening to all the stuff that it'll, it'll sit in your gut, you know, oh, I'm having that glass of wine. It doesn't mean you can never have a glass of wine, but just not make it your normal. Just break that rule for a little bit and see how you feel. So yeah, that's my invitation to all of you. Maybe it's TV, maybe it's wine, maybe it's calling a friend. Another rule that I had when I was driving all the time, I'd call a friend. <clears throat> this was prior to audiobooks and podcasts and things. I'd call someone just to chat 
just so I didn't have to listen to myself and I'd spend all my time driving chatting to someone about like probably gossip and criticizing and all the shit that doesn't really create much magic in your life but yeah I was just lonely and I had a void there so I filled it and so now breaking these rules is is about you know, recognizing if there is a void there for you and if it's being filled with either personal development, a glass of wine, watching TV, social media, scrolling, drama, fighting with someone, um, doing shit for other people. We fill voids often by doing stuff for other people because we don't have to sit still and we create this busyness so we don't have to spend time with those voices in our head because they'll drive us crazy. Um, but not if you actually create the space for it, guys. So I want you to be able to set clear boundaries so you can get some freedom in your life with yourself, with other people. I want you to, you know, take a, a snapshot of your life and look at these rules. I want to hear what they are from for you and I'd love for you to share them so other people can get ideas on what their subconscious rules may be and what we can break here, there and everywhere in our, in our home and personal space. So when it gets out into the bigger things, into life, that you can really, really start to shake things up and really, really start to expand and grow and look into what's been holding you back and completely dissolve it so you can move forward in truth and presence and you can leave a legacy in your life. You can live a life of freedom. You can fill your body with nourishing foods. You can experience a, a loving, devoted relationship every single day. You can cultivate conscious community if that's what you want to do. You can start an online course, create an online course. You can start your own podcast you can have a really deep relationship with your children and with yourself and with your beloved or your partner, or you can call one in if you're craving that in your life. So many of you, you know, like working really hard or getting out there and creating a life for yourself, be really lonely because you don't have that significant other to, to share it with. So yeah, let's create this time for ourselves. Let's break some of the rules. Let's disobey the stuff that we've been taught from little kids and just see, just see what's going to happen. Let's see what else is possible. Let's get slightly out of our comfort zone, two millimetres. That's all I'm asking for, one or two millimetres. And I want to let me know if you go to, te uh, go to bed and you don't clean your teeth and your teeth fall out the, other, the next day. I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> and um, it's more about, it's not about my rules, guys. I really want you just to go through your life with a magnifying glass and have a look at these rules that you've set for yourself and disobey them. And then on a grander level, when you're looking at, at order and chaos in life, what rules have you been taught by culture and by society that don't really sit well with you? Like I said, there's things like red lights and stop signs, speed limits that we have to adhere by. But maybe there's some other things that are going on for you and it doesn't feel good and it just comes out in agitation or exhaustion or people pleasing or keeping yourself busy. And that's not a life of freedom. And I want you to feel free. I want you to be able to live your dreams. And it starts here at home, in the home of your body and then the home of your living space and then and then we get to amplify it out from there so let's bring it in let's slow everything down let's support each other through this i want to thank you for listening i know that it's school holidays 67 weeks this podcast has been done every single week for 67 weeks um, i'm moving into the third quarter of the year june july august so june to august i usually set my goals every three months and i break it into four quarters of the year and in the last quarter, I had a bit of a doozy. I 
wrote my second book and it's finished now being signed off finally today we had a few false peaks there I'm like I'm finished the book oh now it's got to be edited 67 times and back and forth then it's got to go to layout and that's got to be edited 89 times back and forth oh and then I need pictures and photos and diagrams and all that's got to be edited 115 times back and forth so I hit a few false peaks there but my book's done the protein's coming out in the next month Oh, what else have we done? Oh, out of the Ascension Retreat and held that in Cairns. We started Soul University, oh, which is the shamanic journey we're taking people on and really going on ourselves. And honestly, so much in the last three months, everything that I put up on my board that seemed impossible at the time has come to fruition. Honestly, it's it's crazy, not crazy. Weird, not weird, I say. Um, so I've turned my board over now and I look at it every single day in manifestation. And, you know, my book's called Millionaire Mum, The Best of Both Worlds. And I wasn't a millionaire when I started to writing it. But let me tell you, I'm moving pretty, pretty fast towards it. And I would look at um, the nurturing sequence and I would look at how many people I'm going to impact. And I would visualize and I would imagine it every day. But for the next three months, I'm feeling into doing more of this. OK, what are my rules and what rules am I going to break? And then how can I share that? Like really softening into this business, really listening to the deep intuition as opposed to the masculine drive and push and sacrifice that I've known for so long. And I definitely have softened probably in the last year, but I'm looking at taking that to a next another level again. So I've turned my whiteboard over and it's completely clear except for Yes, 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 in different colours. Esme's written it up there about 50 times. I don't even know why she did that. So I rubbed everything else off and has just left all the yeses on there because I'm like, I'm saying yes to this softening. I'm saying yes to um, living my purpose from a different space. I'm saying yes to opportunities and possibilities and um, helping you guys build lives, business, physiques, relationships of your dreams. I'm saying yes to financial abundance. I'm saying yes to the next Amazon bestseller. I'm saying yes to being at home with the kids and hanging out and getting massages in the school holidays. I'm saying yes to breaking my own rules and creating ones that are in more alignment with myself and my business and my family right now. I'm saying yes um, to the next level in my body. I'm saying yes to deeper intimacy in my relationship. I'm saying yes um, to feeling good more of the time. I'm saying yes to all these amazing things. So watch this space. It's going to be a big next three months. I'm going to practice what I preach and, and really soften and really slow down and see this inner guidance and wisdom and, um, yeah, lead by example, I guess. So looking up at the board, it's beautiful and white with yes all over it from my beautiful daughter Esme. And, yeah, I just want to leave you with that message, guys. Yes, yes, yes. What else can you say yes to in your life? How deeper can you take it? How much more can we expand? How much more can we be in this very moment uh, and be present and enjoy life and have a deep sense of gratitude for every single moment of every single day where we get to do this work, where we get to be ourselves and enjoy this life and lifestyle that we've been gifted, even if it's hard, even when it's hard, because if it hasn't been or it's not yet, it will, the shit will hit the fan at some stage in your life. And this work is about equipping you so when that does happen, that you've got tools, techniques and a community to help lift you out of it. So a little bit longer than I probably expected today. I've got to head off to my massage now. Um, but I wanted to thank you for tuning in. Um, I, I just I'm excited. I'm really excited for the next three months and I'm really excited to hear a lot of your answers. So please like, subscribe, share if you find that somebody else might find this 
podcast interesting or it can support or help somebody else in their growth and expansion, please share. Remember, you all have a free ticket to our half-day workshop, Six Steps to Soul Success. Anyone that listens to the podcast, we gift a free ticket to. Um, we've got some big stuff coming up, lots of big speaking events. You'll be, out, um, be able to see us out there in public. Uh, and, yeah, I love it. Thank you again for joining me. Always remember, don't let not knowing stop you. And this is Diane McKendrick signing out on podcast number 67. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I would like to personally invite you to my next workshop, The Six Steps to Soul Success. It's four hours with me where I personally take you through the six steps that I have taken to build the life and the business of my dreams. We hold them online and offline and all you need to do is send me a personal message on Facebook or Instagram. And if you take action now, I will honor that with a free ticket. The online tickets are valued at $20 and the offline at $50. So if you take action, send me that message. I will ensure that my team secures you a free ticket to join us and start taking the first step to living the life of your dreams.